Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to the uncomfortable truth. Have you ever reached a point in your life where your mind starts writing checks that your body can't cash? <laughs> I think it's a point we all reach. We had a baseball game the other day. Uh, my brother and I still play baseball, and we it was either the it was the uh, semifinal game before the championship. We have a second baseman, so I'm 38. My brother's 40. We're playing on this team. The youngest kid on the team is 19 years old. He was playing second base. So he goes in the gap for a play, slides on his knees, and fields the ball on his knees, hops up, and throws a guy out at first by two steps. Brandon and I looked at that, and, and we thought, you know, our bodies cannot do that anymore. <laughs> he got up so fast, it's like he was never on the ground. But we think we can. The moment when those realities meet is quite uncomfortable it's because uncomfortable. It, it's usually when you're getting hurt at the same time. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Welcome to the uncomfortable truth. Obi's going to open us up in prayer, and uh, it's Sean's Sean's turn on the mic today. Lord, we thank you so much for bringing us here this morning safely. Uh, we thank you for loving us. We thank you for your truth, God. The truth that you. Give us in your word. We thank you for your promises. We thank you for that. That truth is that that you uh, have already won the victory for us, God. Um, that the trials and hardships that we face, the victory is won already, and we just have to uh, seek you in those moments of adversity. And Lord, we just thank you for your love. We thank you for sending your Son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. Lord, I pray that this podcast would be a platform that you would use us in and to spread your word and to honor you and to be a light in a dark world, Lord. We thank you for everything that you do for us. We pray you keep our families healthy. We ask for healing for this world, for everybody that's sick out there, Lord. We just pray that you would heal them, help them to feel better. And uh, Lord, we just pray you would forgive us where we fall short. And we ask this in your holy name. Amen. Amen. All right, today my topic is disappointment. <clears throat> and a lot of us, you know, you automatically think um, disappointed in others, okay? So uh, I think about people in my lives who have disappointed me, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about disappointment in yourself. Um, I want to start off with this Bible verse. It's in uh, Philippians 1.6. Being confident of this that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So, one of the questions I want to ask y'all, but I want to actually go first and I want to answer this question. Um, I feel like with my story, it's probably going to prompt y'all to think about some times in your own life whenever you've been disappointed in yourself. Um, and um, so I think it's important that we're not thinking about others, but we're thinking about our own self. Uh, just because there's so many times 
I can go through and think of story after story, but one that really just resonates with me um, is uh, whenever I first got married, um, I remember struggling with what I wanted to do as a career. And um, I had an uncle who, uh, this was about the age of 24, 25, who had who'd been talking to me for about a year about um, AFLAC insurance. And um, he was like, look, I think you could be great at this. You, you know, you need to come check this out. And so um, I got to thinking, I, at first, uh, uh, I was doing just odd jobs, mowing, pressure washing, uh, doing these different things, thinking I might want to start my own business. And that all kind of went to the wayside. And I decided that I was going to focus on AFLAC insurance and, uh, and, and get my, my license and, and go sell insurance with my uncle. And, you know, it's, it's, um, it sounded good. The money sounded good at the time. And, um, you know, and I was, I was excited about it. So I started studying, uh, for this test. The first time I took the test, I made a 68. Second time I took the test, I made a 69. And the third time I took the test, so this is like, hey, third and final time, you know, this is it. I mean, if I can't pass this test, I can't pass this test. Uh, and I had kind of come to terms, me and my wife, after talking, if I didn't pass it the third time, it just wasn't meant to be. Third time I went in, I made a, I made a 69 again. And I was just wow devastated. I mean, like, and this is a, I had like, yeah. Note cards. And Let's get some context here. You weren't just like winging it. You were actually studying for this test, uh, right? Bro, okay. I was studying for this test. And I mean, studying hard. Yeah. Like my wife's across from me, note cards. I had everything memorized. You know, they're hitting me. You know, And these, it was so weird, you know, that I didn't pass this test on the third time or the second time, honestly. Um, in my entire life, I've never studied that hard for a test. And not passed, you know, and in in hindsight, looking back on it, I truly, from the bottom of my heart, believe it was divine intervention. Okay, I don't think God wanted me to pass that test, or I would have. And I believe that, excuse me, I'll go so deep as to say that I believe that if I had passed that test, we wouldn't be sitting here at this table. Mm. I mean, because what happened afterwards you know, and me starting my business and uh, and and it and that business flourishing and my brother here in the room with us, you know, coming to work for me and all these things that happened that led us to where we are today never would have occurred if I had gone in, down the path of this other career. I firmly believe that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's so crazy today um, is um, I took that test again. Uh, and I, a, a portion of it, and I, and I passed it. I mean, we're an insurance we're insurance agents, you know. And that's what that's what we do now. And uh, but it's just the time, the timeliness uh, during that point in my life. Uh, God wasn't ready. I mean, it wasn't time. It just wasn't supposed to happen that way. And um, I was devastated. I was so disappointed in myself. I remember driving home and crying on the way home. Because I thought I was just a, a a total. I mean, I felt like a loser. I felt like a I let my wife down. Like uh, you know, I got a baby on the way. I mean, I was just, I felt like an absolute loser, disappointed. It's the end of the world, right? And um, you know, but wow, 
you know, God turned that ship uh, around and, um, and just, I mean, just, God, I mean, just blessed us in so many ways. I mean, I'm just beyond grateful that he didn't allow me to pass that test at that point in my life. And what I saw as disappointment, um, man, I just, it wasn't. It was a blessing in, in disguise, you know. It's almost like unanswered prayers. I mean, that's what it was because I did pray going into all three of those tests. Unanswered prayers, um, you know, and disappointed myself and what that turned into. And then, you know, Philippians, this Philippians 1, six, you know, God began a good work in me, you know, and he talks about, you know, onto the completion until the day of Christ Jesus. His plan is bigger than ours. God can see around every single corner. And what we see is this total devastation and disappointment is, in fact, a blessing. And we can't wrap our peanut brains around that in that moment and in that space. Instead, you know, we're crying on the way home instead of going, Okay, well, God's got a bigger, greater plan for me than this, than this career. He's going to send us down a different path that is just, I mean, that has just been rained down with all kinds. Our cup has overflowed in so many ways. And so, anyway, um, that was, that was a, uh, that's a neat little testimony for me. I have, I've never really told too many people that story. And that's a neat testimony for me to, to just show you how God's got you and he's going to, he's going to, see it through to completion and uh so anyway i just wanted to know if that made y'all think of any stories in your own life where you were disappointed in yourself and uh but it, it you know it got turned around into into something great absolutely and i can see like in, in you all story uh, from what i've talked to you guys about going down that path starting the business uh that you guys started how that kind of molded you and made you into who you are today and where you're at today and, like, looking back on that, I'm sure you guys know that, like, every bit of that was, like, God orchestrating you being ready for the situations he's going to put you in later yeah. in life, which is really cool. It is neat. I got fired from a job about seven years ago. I'll say fired, let go. I, it was very complicated, the whole thing. But I remember before that happened, this was uh, in January of, like, 2000 and. 13, I believe, we had our third baby on the way. This is, you know, my job, my income. We had our third baby on the way. Uh, my wife, Courtney, was about two or three months from, she was two months from having the baby. <coughs> I was the one who had the insurance. Not only that, my wife still worked at the place that I got let go from. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay, so kind of crazy. It is, it is, and uh, so <clears throat> very difficult time in our lives. But what I'll tell you is that three months before that, I very vividly remember the Lord telling me, "You need to stop working here and go and start your own business, the lawn care business, which we had started." And I, I remember that, that was November at the time. And I remember pleading with God or arguing with God, like I know what I'm talking about. I'm like, God, do you know, like it's November. This is not the time to start cutting grass. He's like, no, I'm telling you, put your, put your notice in. Like this is one of the clearest things I've ever felt in my life. And I didn't. I didn't do it. And then in January I got let go and I was like, okay, God, I, I believe this is your plan. Um, and so we went from there. But that was probably one of the, one of the bigger turning points in our life, uh, my wife and I, just to know that 
to have that assurance mm-hmm. that the disappointment turned into God saying, I got you. I got you. Don't don't worry. Just trust in me and do what I tell you to do. And so that that was a big turning point in our life. And looking back now, 100%, I can see what God was trying to do. It, he's always he's always got a plan that we don't know about. Like Sean said, he can see around those corners. Um, you know, when I, when I think about disappointment in my life, um, I think about, first of all, whenever, you know, for the Christians out there, I feel like it, this will resonate, you know, for the, for the people that haven't uh, accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and surrendered to him, um, you, you may uh, not have experienced this before, but one of the things that you're going to experience whenever you accept Christ uh, and that if you have accepted Christ that you have experienced is, is the Lord begins sharpening you. He begins, um, you, you, you begin going through a fire uh, immediately. And it's, uh, some people call it a refining. Saint, some people call it refinement. Some people call it a s- sanctification. Um, you know, you begin a sanctification process, and and for those that don't know, what happens in that in that process is your sin surface. All of the sin in your life is pulled to the top, and it and it surfaces, and it all becomes very present in your life, and part of accepting Christ and choosing to follow Christ, picking up your cross and following him is leaving those sins behind. And, and, and you're, you're making a decision that you're going to turn away from your sin. And so again, it's a really, really difficult time. Uh, because you are in a soul searching moment, you are trying, you are you are letting your old self go, and you are choosing to um, create, not create. God's already created this the, this new self, but you're choosing to follow Christ, which in turn it just creates a new person. You you become different. You become uh, new in Him, a new creation, and so. Whenever you those sins surface, it's it's a humbling experience. Um, you know, you you begin to see all of these terrible things that uh, you you just didn't look at in the same light as you did before. All that pride, and it's different for everybody. You know, everybody has different things that 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 challenge them. They have different things that um, that they, they have a different sin. You know, some people's sin is the same. It may be pride. It may be self righteousness. Um, it may be pff, anything. I mean, it could be any any sin. Um, it may be lust. You know, it may be uh, you know it it could be any sin. But nevertheless, it is pulled to the surface and it is thrown right in your face. And the Lord is telling you to turn from this and turn from it. So when you've done that and you've experienced that, you. You're, we're still human, okay? So, so because we're still human, after that sanctification and during that sanctification, you know, once that once that sanctification process starts, I don't know that it ever stops. I think that from that point until we are called home, I think that God is continuing to refine us in a way that we're drawing nearer to Him and becoming 
better human beings, uh, you know, if we continue to, to live in that. And so whenever, because we're human, whenever we fall back, whenever we step back in those moments and maybe fall back into a, a sin that we struggled with before or a, whatever, that, whatever that might be, for me personally, when I think about disappointment, I think about those moments where I've fallen back, where I where I've had days where I took my eyes off the Lord and I backslid. Backslid. I focused on on self recognition. I, I had I had pride seep into my into my mind and and really create some unhealthy thoughts for me. And and or anxiety sneaks in and really kind of takes hold of my mind, you know. And and in those moments, especially after you've been in them for a few days or a week or whatever, if it, if it's a month of it, you're you get so disappointed that you fell away from the Lord. And at least at least I do. And when I think about those moments of disappointment, the the biggest disappointments in my life, I think about those moments where. I slipped away from God and, and I was just so disappointed in myself. Um, you know, and, and the only thing that helps me to overcome that is when I get back and start seeking the Lord and I get around my brothers and, uh, and my sisters in Christ who, who, you know, point out to me that, Obi, get back in the word, get back and get, get back in the word. That Repentance. Right. You know, ask for forgiveness. But yeah, when I, whenever I think about disappointment, that's what it, that's what my mind goes to. Um, it goes to just my weakness and my um, in, in the moments where I I just um, I, I allow my human nature, um, which is no excuse, but it it's just the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I allow my human nature to to seep back into my mind, and and um, I take my eyes off of Jesus. You know, and and um, and after the fact, I'm just so frustrated and disappointed in myself. So, yep. I mean, that's that's when it, when you say disappointment, and I think about it in my life, that's where my mind goes. The hard part is realizing that yes, I was disappointed in something in myself or in a certain circumstance that happened. That taking us away from the Lord, and then the moment you're talking about. Re- it's like, I know that I'm being pulled away from the Lord. I have to recognize that first and then push myself back towards He's He's always there. Right. He has, he's always there. He's always uh, desiring a relationship with us. We have to walk back towards Him. So our job is to allow God to use those moments in our lives to bring us, to draw us closer to Him. It's, it's a it's a fight because in, in, your, in your lowest moments, in your times of need, when you when we think when i think i've i've got to i got to work harder i got to be something better right i got to i got to do things different it's really not about that it's it's a uh, i got to get back to jesus right like he's here right now waiting for me to confess my sin to turn back to him uh to pursue him and uh, yep. we we just have to do it, which is in the low moment. <laughs> it's well, it, really hard to do it, that, and it's it, it's just not your. A lot of times, uh, you know, I think the more we grow as Christians, the more that becomes our default 
go back. Our default it setting. happens quicker. Yeah, yeah. It just it absolutely happens quicker. Um, but sometimes it doesn't, you know. <laughs> yes. And and in, the, in those moments, man, it, it's it's just difficult. You feel like you're losing yourself, you know. But I, I feel like disappointment. Ultimately, it's how's it any different from adversity? How's it any different from just hardships and trials that we face? And 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 what does God say about those? I mean, He says. I mean, he tells us that we should welcome them. Yes. <laughs> you know, he, t- he tells us that we should welcome those. Why, why would he do things. that? Exactly. So that, so that we can Be grow refined. from it. So yes. that we can refine more, become stronger. And it's just so hard. He must know, <laughs> you know something about what it takes to be a human and, like, how far we need to go in being disappointed to really, like, the bigger the disappointment the more our relationship grows with him. Right. You know, which, uh, what's, well, that's tough. You know, it really is. It's, it's a tough, tough thing, t- tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we all, we all backslide and there's all moments in our life whenever, um, we're going to be disappointed in ourselves. And, you know, um, with, with, for my story, I just, I want people to know that, you know, if your perception is, you're disappointed or you're really, you know, you hate yourself or whatever. More often than not, um, there's a blessing behind that refinement process and what you're going through and, and that God has prepared for you, you know, and that, uh, you know, that's why I really, you know, liked it. That the Philippians 1.6 is the reason why I really like that verse is because Jesus is saying he's going to see it through to completion, you know, and uh, you know we're we're gonna all fail. We're gonna all disappoint. We're all we're gonna be. There's gonna be numerous times throughout your entire life where you're disappointed in yourself, many many times. Um, and um, it's just important to understand that you know it's just a another trial and tribulation where um, you know you're 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 getting refined and uh, and and you can come out and be better on the other side because of it and grow um, you know from it. And uh, so I, I think it's important that our listener, listeners understand that, you know, uh, di- because just because you're in that moment uh, and you're super disappointed in yourself or your actions or whatever happened or you, you backslid, you know, if, uh, um, as a believer, uh, it's important to understand that you can be better from it and uh, that you can come out uh, on the other side um, in a, uh, a, much better, a much better place. Stronger. Yeah. You know, stronger than you were before. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's 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 just it's hard to think about growth and that you're growing during those times yeah. of th- disappointment, but it's rest assured that's what's happening. Yeah, what we're, what happens in your body when you when you work out and you're trying to grow your muscles? What what happens in that process? You break it down. You break it down and then it builds back bigger. Do you, you think know? God designed that so we'd have, you know, like a reference? Like how cool is that that he the little things in our lives our bodies, our bodies, which are in service to him physically. And Sean Sean works out quite a bit. Obi's a, a big workout guy. This guy talking on the mic, not so much, but uh, we'll get there. But <laughs> so how many times have you broken down your muscles to build them back up, Sean? Several. Yeah. Hundreds. <laughs> hundreds. hundreds of times. Hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And each time you get a little bit stronger. Sure. And a little bit stronger, and a sure. little bit stronger. And I've been disappointed in myself hundreds of times, you know. Right. And uh, and came out stronger because of it, and uh, that's pretty special. 
So don't go create disappointment in your life just so you can be stronger <laughs> like you do at the gym with your muscles. Uh, but yeah. know and, and, and rest easy, uh, rest well in the fact that whenever those hardships do come, um, that God is absolutely refining you. And so, uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't treat disappointment <laughs> as, as something you want to go through so that you can get. So well, can it, the Bible says that, that we will, right? Right. Right. You will right. face, face, it says, uh, what is it? Be joyful and disappointment. It's in James. Um, I, maybe I it's, it's yeah, welcoming yeah. adversity welcoming or something. Adversity, exactly. Like you're saying, don't create adversity, <laughs> <and> <laughs> disappointment. <laughs> so like, no. yeah, but it's, yeah, it's your great. wife comes to you and asks, uh, "Do these pants? Does this shirt make me look fat?" <laughs> <laughs> don't create adversity. <laughs> Tell a white lie. As a yeah. matter of fact, uh, you. I like the purple ones better. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where you go with that. <laughs> have yeah. you? Have y'all? A real quick side note here while we're finishing up. Y'all seen the uh, the movie? Um, what is the 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 movie with all the animals? Uh, where they? Uh, I'm sure there's hundreds of movies. Zootopia. It, it it's either it's either Zootopia or it's one of those movies uh, where what there's was that, Jenga. What was the that one with the for uh, all the animals, Jumanji. Jumanji. Yeah. yeah, this this was this was a, a different movie. It's a kids movie, and there's there's all the animals in Africa. You know, the the whole thing's kind of set in Africa. Oh, Lion yeah, no, King. No, no, you're talking about the. I know, I know which one you're talking about. I, I can't, think, can't of think of the name of it. Name of yeah. it. But but what you just said, you know, it made me think about uh, a joke, inside joke that Amy and I have. You know, and and. The hippos, there's a male and a female hippo, and this male hippo, he's really loving on this female hippo. And they're 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 boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, and they're always talking and he's got this he's got this deep voice, you know, just like this. And he's always talking, he's like, Hey baby, you know, he's always <laughs> talking to her and and she says, What do you like about me, honey? You know, what do you like about me? And you know, hippos are big and and he's like, Baby. You huge. You, you are huge. And she's like, what else you like about me? And he's like, baby, you are fat. You, you are so fat. And and she's like, and, 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 and they keep going. And a, all, good, a pretty good impression yeah, of that. Yeah. All, 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 good. Pretty good. All, all he can think about are way are different ways where she's big. Yeah. You know, and, and he and he does say that's another one he says, he's like, You are so big. <laughs> you know, and, and, and so so Amy will be we'll be sitting around and she'll be like, how do I look tonight? You know, we're we ready to go. I'm like, well, you look great, baby. And she's like, well, what else do you think about me? And I'll be like, you are huge. <laughs> only on, it only works if you know the inside joke on that, right? Exactly. Yeah, okay. exactly. yeah get that right. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's, it's really funny. Uh, anyway, thought we, we could end on a, on a laugh. I like it. Thanks for joining us today. If you wouldn't hit that like, subscribe button. Leave us a review if you have time. Uh, remember, we're trying to reach more people for Jesus. Anything that, that you click down there or leave a review helps us do that. Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.